0: Welcome everybody to the Shiro Show. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, Pat. Thanks. Thanks. That fell flat. (laughs) (laughs) That fell flat because we were Anyway, that's that's cool. It's I was cool. literally I, eating my lunch. I was like cramming my lunch like right before this. Happy so,
1: birthday, Patrick! Here's some editing work for you to do when this goes up.
0: Yes, here is some editing work
1: for you to do. Here's some editing work for you when this but goes up. for all live, of those thanks.
0: that, for all of those who are watching live, I'm sure that uh, that was uh, amusing. So, how you doing,
1: man? Doing pretty good. Uh, I took the day off today just to do some chores, get ready for some things. Uh, been oh. been busy. Uh, been a busy week. Uh, lots of articles that came out this week. Lots of news. It was all. Uh, it was all
0: Pat and Nick. That Nick did an article too. But man, you were busy this week.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised. Like I remember, we always say this. In the last couple of weeks, we don't expect the news to be as crazy again. We're like, oh, we're not sure if we're gonna get a lot of news, but we somehow every time have like 25 news articles like every
0: time every week yeah what it was, I think it was like 6 5 or 6 this week but it feels like 25 yeah, but uh, I'm actually very happy. I
1: actually really enjoyed doing them. Uh, yeah. Besides the mess up I did, but we'll talk about that later.
0: No worries, man. No worries at all. I mean, hey, the good thing is that we're able to correct it and talk about it here, you know, so we're at least able to get that straight. And um, I did the same thing when I wrote up that shir- that uh, Shenmue article. I, um, I mistakenly thought that it was only included in the Xbox version. And a bunch of people on oh. Twitter corrected me. They were like, "Uh, well, we're from PAL territories. We played the PAL version, and we got that same footage in the Dreamcast version." So I was like, "I stand corrected," and I just went back and edited the article. So our good our good pals over in the PAL yeah. PAL land, <laughs> exactly. Our pals in PAL territory. Interesting, yeah. But, but yeah, the, no, we've had a ton of news, and um, yeah, we'll get right so, into it. And I'll let you basically take the reins here, since you basically wrote up most of everything here uh let me go ahead and bring up our little browser source here Getting that browser source all oh, yeah that's right we uh we released a new podcast episode recently a lot of you guys mm-hmm. have uh, we got a lot of compliments on it i was really i was really happy to see that a lot of folks were um you know enjoying the project uh, coe interview with jared uh, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun, uh, except when I threatened
1: to break into his storage unit. That was kinda, kind of a weird part <laughs> on my end, so.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't take you seriously. Yeah, but, you yeah know, to- totally. Let me just put all those tools away. No. I would expect nothing less from you, Pat. <laughs> I mean, this is the guy who said that if he could change anything about Sega's past, it would just be to go back and buy 12 copies of Magic Knight Ray Earth. So, <laughs> I think no I'll surprise. do 13 this time. Yeah, no surprises 13. here. Oh, 13. You never know. That's an unlucky number, though. <laughs> It's it's cool. It's cool. It's 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 good luck in my book. Just don't get four, because then you that's a Japanese game, Japanese bad uh, bad luck number. Anyway, we had we had a lot of fun talking with Jared, uh, learning about his extensive collection, some of the stuff that he has that's just crazy um, from his history of owning a game shop and like how that got him into. Uh, you know how that got him into writing for blogs and then doing videos and stuff like that so that was a lot of fun and uh, shouts to Jared for joining us and being so generous with his time anything else you want to say about that?
1: Um, I just had a lot of fun with it. I enjoyed talking about the interview we we did an interview for the interview interview with right. uh, about Tom Kalinske and talking about that and getting that all set up. And he was yeah. a cool guy, and it was really informative. I had no idea uh-huh. some of the crazy stuff he had, especially that sandcastle thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That
1: sand thing was. I'd love to see pictures of that eventually, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, hopefully,
0: we'll have him on again. I definitely would like to talk to him again. Definitely, definitely. And I know he's super busy, and so you know we can't thank him enough because it was actually the connection with Jared. Uh, uplink had a connection with jared and then he kind of snagged us and brought us into the fold with the tom kalinsky thing so it's like it wasn't for him mm-hmm. that wouldn't happen for us and that was a huge deal we're so thankful and i know that like he's so busy these days that you know he was grateful to have the extra help extra hands on board to be able to get all those questions together and stuff so it was a lot of fun and i'm really grateful for that opportunity yeah, and then for, moving for real, on, I'm super excited. Last week, we were streaming. We were, like, mid-stream, and I don't know if it was Night of Dragon or maybe it was Trekkies. Somebody came into the stream, and they are like, oh, nobody it was Emerald Nova, who was saying uh, that uh, CED, or said, he just dropped the 21 pin. Uh, so this happened, like, or at least this was, like, news while we were streaming last week, so we didn't have really an opportunity to cover it. But go ahead, Pat. Hmm
1: yeah so I thought it was really really cool i um i think we've talked about the fenrir in the past the twenty pin version but unfortunately we i don't think any of us have tried it yet i think no. uh, we all went mode or satiator which is kind of kind of a blunder on our parts but uh yeah it's really cool i know a lot of people for those that don't know the it's a fenrir' is an o d e or optical drive emulator that mm-hmm. allows you to replace the Disk drive from the Saturn with a device that'll in- let you put in SD cards instead of like disks. Right. So that way all you have to do is just put a bunch of media on the disks and just uh, put in the machine and it's good to go. You know, you're you're up and running, uh, out to the races. And uh, the Fenrir, unfortunately, when it first started out, was a fairly 20 pin. So I guess a lot from people, the nomenclature, the 20, the, the Model 1, and like the ones that I think is VA0 or something and, and la- or less. And uh-huh. essentially, it uh, essentially it only allowed for those systems, but with the 21-pin model, it lets you put it inside of the rest of the system. So, basically, the 21-pin, the, mo- the model two is as it's known, the oval button, sorry, the round button for up. What a lot of people know it as. So, I mean, it's it's really cool. It's really awesome that we have all these options nowadays, and it's
0: it's just crazy. And it's very cheap too. I think it's like Here's only the like crazy part bucks. Right here, yeah, 139. What? Yeah. Castlevania games. Uh, so both models will retail for 139. That's the biggest difference right there. And I would say that this is probably the most similar to like a Rhea or Phoebe, except for yeah. that it uses Q, right?
1: yeah yeah it's it's and that way it's a little bit better than that in that case and it's compatible with, i think of over thousands of games and stuff and it's still getting support and it's still upgrade there's a lot of really cool features that it has with it mm-hmm. so uh just because it's cheap doesn't mean it's 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 a right. lesser model it's just as good as the other ones yeah uh, it's maybe just... even better for some of your uses but uh yeah it's um i i i was gonna put the prices but i kind of didn't want to overshadow the device itself right but uh but, yeah, I would definitely recommend checking out if you have the money for it. And right. I think it's going to be – I think I heard one person from the the e, the, the UK and Europe say it's going to be great because it's going to be a lot more affordable to buy than getting a, a satiator or a mode. So yeah. hopefully this will make it cheaper for those guys to be able to get these things and, you know, everyone can enjoy Saturn,
0: you know? Well, here's the question I'm wondering. Uh, you mentioned getting one. Are you going to get one?
1: Um – I had somebody reach out to me and say that they they'd be down for me to test their twenty pin. Oh, okay. I think I might test it. the thing is I only have two Saturns, mm-hmm. and I want to keep the disk drive in one. That's a uh, that's actually getting modded right now. Getting getting a it's getting the FRAM mod and it's getting uh, recapped. Mm-hmm. So so. Uh, once that's done, I'll, I'll, that'll be that'll be my capture device, and the other one going the other one's going back in the kiosk with the with the uh, the, uh, the the Phoebe or sorry the Raya. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd have to get another Saturn to test it out, but I'd be down to test it out. I just don't really have a big. Uh, a big affinity for ripping out my disk drive and the other one right now. We're replacing sure. the 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 uh, the, the Rea, but we'll see. I'll see if I can find a cheap uh, a cheap oval button Saturn. Maybe get like
0: a, something on eBay and just throw it in there. Sure. Well, for those um, who are considering an ODE and you haven't had one yet, for people who are just getting into the Saturn and are considering dropping like forty bucks on a on a cart, you know, um, just and then a spindle of CDRs to try to like burn a bunch of games, this is actually a really appealing option. Not only is it an easy mm-hmm. install. If you don't mind taking out your CD drive, especially if it's if it's busted, right? You got an easy install. Yeah. You got fairly cheap cost. You got high compatibility, and it's growing all the time. I mean, I think he's ironed out most of the most of the things here and there. But it's ba- basically very comparable to like a Ray or Phoebe, um, except it's it's even easier and cheaper, and and readily available as well. You can get it on Castlemania mm-hmm. Games. Um, So it's like it's got so many things going for it, really. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the mode being a blunder. For me, that was a gift, you know. And I have to say that that speaks to the fact that the mode is probably one of the h- most high profile devices and mm-hmm. it's like m- well marketed and that even my wife would end up finding it and getting it for me because she's not into gaming or <laughs> saturn stuff at all so it speaks to the fact that the mode is well marketed but i will say that this is a perfectly um this is a brilliant option for most people who are considering an ode and uh, probably yeah, the only it, one you'll it, ever need
1: yeah, and it, it's really great because we went from having to fight over getting a radar Phoebe and mm. like like throwing stuff against the wall because we can't get the, we missed the pre order by a millisecond yeah. to oh just get it whenever, dude, and just chill back and you know we can just pick it up when it's readily available and not have to worry about uh, yeah. trying to hunt it down.
0: I mean, same thing goes for the the OSSC. I remember when that thing was just like a a pre order and it was like you had to get on this limited list, you know, and then it was like he could only supply. So many. And now it's like not only is it easier to get an OSSC, but there's like retro tanks and there's all these other devices out there that kind of do the same thing or uh, arguably do it better, you know, depending on you know money-wise and and what uh, what signal you're using. But I mean mm-hmm. it these things have become more available. So, you know, 2018 was an awesome time to be a Saturn fan, but 2021 is even better, I guess, you know, because these things it's, are just getting the more readily. Year of the Saturn,
1: the, be, the better year of the
0: Saturn. Yeah, I mean, Sam was saying 2019 was was the year of the Saturn, right? But I mean, like, so much has happened. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it's kind of funny. Every every year is the year of the Saturn.
0: For me, it's, it, it's, it has it, been since '96.
1: <laughs> exactly. I, I think I think now it's going to be the decade of the Saturn. Is what we have to start saying seriously.
0: Well, I hope so. But, uh, uh, well, only time will tell. But I mean, if, if news keeps going this way at this click, where we have like six articles to report on every week, then I think that it definitely will be. Uh, yeah, so, which brings so, us to so, a completely unsaturn related topic. Yeah, Shoot.
1: Actually, did you want to tackle this entire thing? Because I know we, read, we wrote up a couple articles on it. So, uh, did you want to just go, yeah, go with it in sure, the, the com- sure. bangs so we
0: just have it? Cool, that works. All right, let's just start with the inception. Gotcha. You want to take this one? Sure. Uh, yeah. So let's see. When did you? This was April fifth that uh, this footage appeared on mm-hmm. YouTube. This guy had a Sega, what appeared to be a Dreamcast GD ROM, uh, one of the one of the burnables. Um, and what kind of drive? You need like a GD ROM drive, right? To to burn one yeah, of those. Just
1: a regular. Oh, it's like a GD burner, but yeah, it had GD a, burner. It had the system disk too, and the which is used for a lot of the, the beta builds and stuff to be able uh-huh. to launch some of these builds. Because of course the Dreamcast was copy protected, uh-huh. so I'm surprised they just didn't let you just shove a GD ROM in there because it's like there's no way to get one like manufactured Should like. I try to,
0: I could try to play this video. I don't think the sound is coming through. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. It's okay because because it's loud and it's grindy. <laughs> his drive is grindy. Um, but I mean, basically he, needs to,
1: get a, he needs to get a GDME for that thing. Yeah.
0: He shows that's how my drive sounded like before I put the mode in there. But here <laughs> you can see, you know, I, you know, he's holding up the controller. Maybe I guess to prove that it is, you know, the input correlates and that it's legit uh, that he's controlling this demo of Castlevania. And um, I believe you did say Pat, that it is a rough demo, right? I mean, there's a bunch of stuff missing. It's not yeah, like it's I mean, a complete game. Right,
1: he's, he's walking on the lava, not getting hits. Right. Uh, Collision he's, stuff, he's running around. Yeah, uh, the, the enemy's just like
0: throwing crap at him constantly. So, but still, the it... fact that it is an alpha build of a Castlevania game at all—that's huge news. I mean, considering the fact that it's like we're not really getting a whole lot of uh, Castlevania love. You know, new Castlevania yeah, for stuff. Real. You know, so it's like when something like this comes up, tons of you know everybody's raising an eyebrow and so that was basically the the beginning right and you know basically he uh he was it's just like
1: a three-part saga right now
0: <laughs> three-part saga okay so let's jump ahead in in time we'll jump ahead saga to number two. yeah <laughs> okay so you take this part all right, so uh, after
1: a little bit, um, we were wondering what is he going to do with it? What's going on with it? And uh, I think a lot of people were, oh, he's pro- like thinking, oh, he's probably getting it together to sort of dump it and announce it. But uh, I think my mind went more went more sh- in the sheepish direction, where it's like, oh, it, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's just hyping up for an auction, which of course. Uh-huh. Sadly, what happened, he uh, threw it on eBay right. and ba- basically said, hey, here's this, this thing for sale. I don't know much about it. I don't know its value other than ripping it. Like, he specified, I don't know its value other than ripping the game. So he was, obviously, he knew, like people want wanted it ripped and he was hoping oh yeah. big buyers are gonna gonna pay for it to uh rip it. Yeah. Um but unfortunately a lot of those people that have that money are collectors that want to hold on to it, which uh as you can see by the uh by the images there that uh, that's exactly what happened. It jumped up the price to it started like a dollar, then it was like a thousand, then it was like five thousand, then it, oh and it ended all the way up to uh twenty K.
0: Yeah. Over twenty K. No, it's it's <clears throat> crazy sorry um so yeah so he this guy this i looked at the seller account he's from california right and yeah, uh california dreaming man California dreaming. taxes it's uh minimum it's like seven percent it's more like eight percent right and ebay and california uh, state of california pretty much strictly reinforced the whole you know uh income or uh retail tax you know on ebay like even when i buy something i have to pay tax even though it's like been used like several times you know and yeah. uh that's just part and parcel to you know living in the state so tax on Arizona, like 21 you know, is the
1: same way is you it? have to
0: pay taxes on yeah so I have to pay tax on ebay things i buy on like m yahoo auctions so anyway I, this is my my own speculation but um tax on 21k is over like $1600. Maybe more. I was doing it on 20, so that would be more like $1800, right? Yeah. Um so maybe he just decided he didn't want to pay that kind of tax t- <laughs> to the state of California and instead he would just like to move it under the table, I guess, you know? Is is what I'm thinking cuz then it disappeared and uh, we had some folks con- reaching out to us saying that he sold it to a private Collector or something like that. What did you yeah, hear? Yeah, somebody say it sold. It sold like for 50k.
1: Another person said he took it down because of the, because of uh, legal reasons. Okay. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, here and there. Uh, there's nothing definitive, so I don't want to report and say right. what is what. But uh, more than likely, I guess in our guesstimation, it's either it's either he took it off and sold it to a private seller, or uh-huh. he already sold it for 50k because that's what apparently in the in the proto circles what it sold for. But yeah, so tax tax on
0: 50k is four grand yeah so so. if he had sold it on ebay he'd have been paying four grand in taxes uh so uh, that that's that's my inkling is that you know he probably didn't he probably realized that, that Oh, this is going to go for a lot. And, uh, I don't want to have to pay tax on that being in yeah, California. Well, you also have to keep him. Yeah. You have to just keep in mind that eBay charges like, like a 3% fee as well. Right. Yes, they do. That's true. And somebody reached out to us, um, in the discord or in one of the messages saying that, um, they'd been pestering him, you know, just kind of messaging him over and over again to see. And he said mm-hmm. that it, he cited like legal reasons, you know, um, I, sorry if, if I'm repeating what you already said, um, um but yeah, no but legal reasons could be any number of things. I don't think it's like anybody's like suing him for selling a, a GD ROM on eBay, but I think, you know, I think that sounds like a tax <laughs> tax evasion yeah, kind of thing
1: yeah yeah it's he realized oh man i have to pay so many fees to ebay and yeah. probably somebody reached out either selling buying it or maybe he just thought oh i'll sell it but uh yeah i mean it wouldn't surprise me if he had put it like somewhere on heritage auctions or something mm-hmm. or i think my my fear is joking in the chat with uh somebody and i was saying imagine it's gonna suck if he puts it behind like a, a, a he gets it
0: water graded <laughs> and yeah. just puts it behind an acrylic case oh my god I mean it's like oh man I I don't think he's an idiot I do think he probably already backed up an image to his computer Um, yeah and he he said in the auction that he was going to release it at some point right
1: but there was really no there's no indication or promises that's all he's saying and
0: yeah so I mean mean, that's the worry I guess in this community like that's the worry is like we had this thing and it it was like you had it you had a glimpse of hope for a moment and now it's gone we'll see what happens you know i just
1: really wish he would have at least like captured in better quality like with a capture card and just like showed it off because even if like we don't get the gameplay it'd be cool to have the footage of it absolutely for for memory sake. so okay this is what it looked like yeah instead of a 500 feet away 500 feet away video of it
0: yes if he if he could just capture that footage uh in hd so that we can at least preserve it like you said on several of the sites and and have that at least that footage be redundant data that people can access and they can write you know retrospectives and stuff like that and have better reference footage than his you know photo uh, his uh you know his phone with the controller in front of it you know yeah
1: kind of weirdly set up uh i think nick is in here so if he i don't know if he's he looks like he's muted but oh yeah oh, here he up, is guys?
0: What's oh, up? Okay, did you did you want to speak a little bit on it too? Yeah, he wrote this article, this follow up yeah. article.
2: I you know, you guys have pretty much said it all. I'm just I'm just upset. <laughs> That's yeah. really all I am. You know, I uh, I understand this guy probably got harassed to hell and back by oh, yeah. the various hundreds of people on the internet. And, you know, it, it's okay to be upset that this guy didn't post the dump. That's fine. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure he got like harassed. And yeah. accosted on Messenger and on his eBay DMs or however they contacted this guy, and that's not okay. Right. Um, that kind of behavior ensures that a lot of this stuff will stay in the dark. So yeah. But I don't know. It's 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 all big thing.
0: I, yeah, I, honest- I wish
2: I wish he would have dumped it. I I hope he does. He says he will. He said in that one eBay post update that he plans on doing it and he's mm-hmm. not going to part ways with the disc without dumping it. But like, I mean, this is one of those. You, you you can't believe it till you see it kind of things, and that's just that's just how it is.
0: So you know, I've knows? had I've had conversations recently with folks who have different philosophies about this whole thing. You know, and they mm. kind of feel like well, within their right uh, to just hoard it and hold on to it, and they're like, you know, I don't know anybody, anything kind of sentiment. You know, it's like it's you know the data is my property the the, di- the physical disc is my property and I'm just gonna open a museum someday or I'm just gonna you
2: know or they whatever. Don't, they don't open museums. They never do Everybody that. Like wants to open a museum.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like everybody that's such a cliche. The,
1: I'm still waiting for the John Hancock Museum.
0: Yeah, I think I think we kinda all are, you know. But I mean I. Yeah. I'm pissed too, Nick, to be honest with you. I'm like, I'm really pissed. But again, I, I don't want to be like trash, <laughs> trash talking too much, especially right. on what is essentially a live news cast. So I am, I, I, I admit I'm tempering myself a bit and I'm just kind of bummed is all, you know, but hopefully we exactly. will see, we'll see it in some form, uh, creep up again. And hopefully, uh, it'll be better than what we got, you know, as far as a mm-hmm. glimpse of what it could, what it was, because obviously there's a hell of a lot more there than what he showed. I'm sure. And exactly. um, yeah,
2: he could have at least given us more video Yeah. that, you know, that much would have been nice, but no, he, this is clearly just proof that it works. So you could sell it later. In my opinion, that's so what this was.
0: I'm definitely so. anybody off the top of their heads. When did uh, Castlevania for N64 come out? When did, when did that release?
2: that Had to have been like late 90s, early thousands at the latest,
0: right? I yeah, so so the first thing I thought about this game was, Oh, it's a 3D Castlevania game, and that reminded me of the N64 game. And it just 99. i thought
1: the same thing, and yeah. it's it probably going to be just as bad.
0: It could have been, it could be, yeah. It's like it might be a good thing that it didn't come out, and maybe that's part of the reason. Maybe they looked at who knows maybe they looked at the the poor reception of the n64 version and thought okay we got to cut this off now you know
1: it's like no i'm not i'm not not putting that crap it could have been it could have been that that
0: they might even have used the same assets that were like downscaled for the n64 version they could have been working on this simultaneously because it is a, another 3d castlevania you know because the n64 released so late and the dreamcast released so early they almost shared the same shelf space you know uh, at mm-hmm. a certain point in time on the market and i think that some games were kind of like developed almost in tandem for the two different machines and uh, like tony hawk 2 or or you know tony the tony hawk would be a uh, you know quite a bit downscaled for n64 you know versus like uh or um great example great example was uh, star wars uh episode one racer right a game that was definitely produced at the same time for both consoles but one would be almost like an up version so that's what uh, got me I, I thinking feel, i
1: feel it be one, one's good and the other is complete garbage yeah
0: yeah <laughs> I don't know. I think I kinda yeah. like I kinda like them both in, in their own way, but uh both I guess are
2: we're... good. But the Dreamcast one's the clear winner. It is the clear I, winner. I, I well know. some people I, I would say the, the PC master yeah.
0: race would be the better one. No. I like the dream I, I like the Dreamcast version a lot.
1: The Dreamcast one is good. I played the N sixty four and it was hot garbage, it lagged
0: so badly. But with it the, looked like a blurry mess. But with the RAM expansion, it is kind of a showcase for what can be done on that system. And when you get the two N sixty four controllers to do the, you know the the engines and stuff like that i think it's cool <laughs> yeah, but I, I, let's I, I, yeah let's go with that let's go with uh let's just uh i'm not gonna,
1: I'm not gonna make Star Wars fans any more mad than they already are with okay the so
0: while we're still on this like depressing news let's just r- jump ahead to some better news um and then we'll gotcha. go back to clockwork night so what happened last night uh k kona Uh, a murder of crows sent me this link. He kind of just slid me this link. And then I like shared it with you guys. And I actually didn't even bother reading it. Uh, like it was late at night and I didn't really bother reading it entirely until like, (laughs) (laughs) so go ahead, Uh, bring us up to speed. What is going on, Pat?
1: So basically, uh, uh, the admin over at the Obscure Gamers forums, uh, I think it's WD or something. At least that's what his name was. Uh, announced they worked. They're working out a deal with a prototype collector or some sort of collector. I don't know. I don't know the exact who exactly it was, but he had about eighty-seven different uh, prototype or demo build discs. Right. And all these were like very, all, there's like one Dream. There's one Xbox and like two uh, and two PS One. Uh, Bills in in there as well, but most of them are Saturn, actually.
0: Yeah, look, Shining Force 3, (laughs) Orta for Xbox, these are all, so these are all, like, known games. There's no, like, crazy you know, world-shattering news here as far as, like, an unknown game, but there are... These are all, like...
1: Yeah, they're they're all basically they're basically it looks like progress support build. So gotcha. it looks like something they would send to to Sega HQ or something. Like, oh, here's our status so far. Here's the build that this various percent. So as you can see it has the various percentages on them.
0: Oh, there's so Chelnov. Seg- huh? Chelnov, uh, Chelnov is one of the one of the unreleased games for uh, for Saturn, right? Oh, Chelnov is yeah. Oh, Chelnov like, is on here. Original dump came from the CD. Okay, so the dump that we know of. The dump that's uh, circulated for a while, according to this, came from this.
1: Okay, that's cool. Oh no, so, Pat's so get, all glitching. Totally yeah, I guess technically we do have an unreleased game in that in regards.
0: Yeah, and then werewolf. It's also uh, an original dump, according to this.
2: I'm still waiting for that Eternal Champions build to come out. Someday. Oh no, kidding! I mean, you know, no I, I don't kidding. Know, I don't think that's part of this this package. I don't think they're going to get that with this. Sure, model, but.
0: But yeah, it was worked to, on. I'm
2: out. We yes. have
0: plenty yeah, of, of uh we have plenty of evidence that it was worked on and oh my god, so many magazine articles about it. Like I'm a big magazine collector and I can honestly say there are so many uh magazine articles covering this, covering Eternal Champions.
1: Yeah, and it's really cool because uh, it's just all these interesting builds and in the progress reports. I know another one somebody's looking for also is the evolution build for Saturn. Oh, which yeah. I even
0: didn't know they did that. I heard about it i've never seen like any footage or any like screenshots but i i think i saw you talking to somebody about that
1: that's pretty cool though i'd be excited to, tr- to try that if that ever comes to light but uh but i guess moving on the, basically all it is is like progress support builds but it's mm-hmm. still cool to get like the early builds we could find something that we that may have been missed mm-hmm. or something that was cut so it's cool to have that for a preservation standpoint and uh, uh-huh. when I originally read it I thought they said they bought it and they're just getting their money back right but apparently I read it wrong is that they're actually funding it so uh, right now you can go to their, their Kofi page which is like a, a, a group like a goFundMe page uh-huh. and you can donate to basically Give them money to buy it. It's about forty-five pounds, and as as of like a couple like an hour ago, I think they are at fifty-five percent complete. Oh, nice! Yeah. So they're fifty-five percent of the way there. They only need a little bit more to get them over the edge. But uh they have a they deadline, do, right? To buy it. They have a deadline. Yeah, it, it's gonna. It, they have the deadline of six weeks. Mm-hmm. I imagine if they're showing, I mean, if it's six weeks and they're only fifty-five percent, I can
0: imagine they'll that it's probably gonna get get to the goal pretty soon. Cool. Uh, does anything does anything on this list like stand out to you personally?
1: Um, I like the Shining Force builds. The Virtual Fighter stuff's interesting. i like to check out, and of
0: course, the Order build looks kind of cool. Yeah, I'm just looking at it. Looks like they've got Enemy Zero, Disc Zero, which would have been like the training disc, and who knows that might have been used at like an E3 or something like that as a demo or just like a yeah. Um, there's. There's some cool stuff on here for sure. There's a Darius Guide in there for uh, for Nick. <laughs> He's <Yeah>. a huge... <laughs> yep. Um, what else? So Panzer Dragoon 2. Uh, there's uh, Guardian Heroes 100%. So there's like Panzer Dragoon 2 100% and Guardian Heroes 100%. So I guess those were like pr- pre-release prototypes. They might be like the Silvers. yeah. Yeah, rev- they often gave out
2: completed games to the like, reviewers sure. for like a month or so early. But so it's those would have been the
0: pressed like silvers, right? That's I didn't know if that's what these are because these just... Yeah. It might be.
1: Sure. Some of them are. It looks like a, a miscellaneous bunch of them. So yeah. I'm just guessing it's some collector that had a giant, giant thing of it he maybe got from somebody or just collected over the
0: years. There's a review copy of Virtual Hydlide that uh nick could use to do another review <laughs> oh <laughs> hell yeah that's what i need more
1: of more <laughs> what, what i'm wondering exactly. though is is i wonder if these are pal cop builds or, oh, or yeah. PAL, because this this was uh being sold in the uk right so it makes me wonder if this is all pal stuff or if it's all ntsc which i'm interested in maybe it might be like pal like test stuff
0: yeah could be um I'm looking to see if there's any games here that I noticed that didn't come out in PAL territory. That would be the thing. I mean, World Worldwide Soccer 98, didn't that have a different name in PAL territories though? I thought it did. I'm actually not sure. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look into that. There are there's some stuff here that that Lunacy. They like list Lunacy instead of calling it Torico. So I don't know, maybe um if it if it is if it is lunacy, then it's definitely going to be the U.S. version, not the not the PAL version, which is called Torico. But yeah, yeah. So there's definitely we'll, we'll some see. interesting it, stuff here.
1: Yeah, it might have been also they just like named it lunacy, but it might have been just a build for the UK guys to test out or, or or the Sega Europe guys. But we'll see. It also might, like I said, it might just be American copies that this guy bought from the UK.
0: Do you know what game breaker is? Just like a code uh, no. breaker thing? No.
1: Oh, it could be. Yeah, that, that probably makes sense. Yeah. Ever, but, uh, yeah. This is so cool that's stuff. Good and news. I, hope, uh, I really hope they buy that. And, yeah, if you guys want to donate, check out their Kofi. fi uh, They said that if they'll meet the goal, they'll refund everybody. So, I mean, worst, worst case, you just get your money back. Best case, you help fund a bunch of games. So, if you have some extra cash,
0: and, uh, then yeah. yeah, go for it. Yeah, if everybody gives like 10 bucks, uh, and I assume there's enough. Folks out there that would love these to come to light—it's like a load of people each gave ten bucks. I'm sure they'd get there, you know. Or if you can get afford to give a little more, that'd be great. But um, I'm sure every little bit, you know, means something to them. Real, and uh, right. you put a link All there, right. right? You put a link to the Ko-Fi. Yeah, the, the, the Ko-Fi page
1: is, is in right. the article on the bottom. But, cool. Uh, I'll post in the video as well for people that was that are watching this. That's the one. Check it out. Awesome.
0: And then uh last but not least we're circling back around to Peter's Best of Saturn. Uh he has uh, what is it every Wednesday he comes out with a new little blurb about a different game and this time he was taking a look at um Clockwork Knight. The original. Yeah. yeah. So what are your game, thoughts this on ge- this game?
1: Uh so when I first saw it uh, I thought it looked like garbage. <laughs> it looked like it played like garbage, and it. it I thought it suffered from the, the dre- the dreaded 3D cheese look. But uh, right. giving it some more love, I realized. Oh wait, this is like a like a Donkey Kong Country experience, and it's very creative. It's very um, eccentric, very Japanese in some ways. Yeah, like it's very bizarre in nature. But I think it's mm-hmm. a pretty fun game. I really enjoy it, like the designs, all the the ideas because i love toy commander it always gave me that vibe yeah so it kind of gave me that toy commander vibe in a way but Mm. uh it was a really fun game i really enjoyed it and uh yeah i definitely really want to go and end up beating that one in the second one
0: and maybe play the puzzle game too yeah um i i absolutely love this game uh, both of them uh, which are really one game that just kind of got split up because of development deadlines. Um, mm. But um, and there is no save functionality in it, which is one of the one of the things I wish that it had. You know, saves or password or something like that. But uh, it doesn't. You really just need to like sit down and beat it. But it's not a long game, you know. So it just can be a harder game uh, at at harder difficulty levels. Um, but I really do love how they were able to incorporate. 3d and 2d so well in this game and then you know you got the like you said it is very overtly japanese it has a very japanese aesthetic to it the color palette Mm -hmm. the music the you know um just the weird kind of style to it i guess the quirk quirkiness Um, but it's charming and um i've told quite a few people you know will know that uh i defend this game quite staunchly it's a lot of fun um and it's just uh, I think it's one of the better games from Saturn's launch lineup, um, even though subsequently it's kind of a panned game. Like, I would say, like, half be- half the people out there don't think too highly of it. And then, you yeah. know,
1: and it's a bummer because it's actually pretty fun. I think if they give it a shot like me, they would probably end up enjoying it.
0: Yeah, I, I can
2: think see this game has way too much undue hate. I don't yeah. understand why so many people don't like it. Like every game's going to have its haters. Like every good game is going to have people who say, "No, I think it's I think it's trash. I hate it." Right. This is one where it's like like I could understand a few haters, but there are like a lot of people who do not like Clockwork Knight. I know is crazy. I don't really understand why. Like it's not outstanding. It's not an mm-hmm. amazing game and the graphical look of that like pre-rendered donkey kong country style sprite work is you know not super not as well done as you know as how yeah. it was in donkey kong and the color might be you know seem putting to some people but like mm-hmm. i don't know it, it, the color matches the theme where it's like a bunch of toys running around a child's room and the platforming super fun and the controls are really tight so yeah it, 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 my only complaint is that it's way too short it's like,
0: like that is the number one that seems That's to be the, the one number one complaint from people. Like, I've listened to yeah. a lot of different podcasts, even ones that are, like, not Saturn-centric. They're just rating games. And, and whenever they talk about Clockwork Night, it's, th- like, most of them seem to enjoy themselves, even people that didn't think they would. But they're just like, it was over before mm-hmm. it started. You know, it's just, like, so, sh- right, so yeah. short. And then I have heard people say the thing about the garbage graphics. Like Pat said, you know, I, I have heard people say that somehow uh, just from a first impression, the graphics are a little off-putting. And maybe that has something to do with the mix of 2D and 3D. Maybe. Um, Because at least with, Hmm. like, Donkey Kong Country, it's all all pre-rendered. You know, the backgrounds, the foregrounds, it's all pre-rendered. And so it looks visually cohesive. Whereas this almost does have that kind of weird layered effect where you got the 2D and the 3D and they're not quite... But it's a product of its time, and, and I think that the best things I hear about it are like what you said. Tight controls, it's fun to throw objects, you know, because it feels really good. You always get you always get a really good sense of feedback uh, from, you know, when you attack enemies. And then just the music and the, uh, the overall charm of the game. And then if, yeah. you, if you consider both games one game, which I kind of do... Um, And they did actually release it as Fukubukuro uh, in Japan. Like, they released the party pack or whatever of both games so that you could experience it in one sitting, Um, which I think is kind of the way that that folks should do it, Uh, especially because if you're going to buy this game, it's, like, super expensive if you buy the U.S. version. So if you grab the Japanese version... Really, has it gone up? It's just... It's always been kind of crazy. Like, it's always... It's not worth what what it costs on ebay for sure like and number two is is close to a 100 bucks you know um because they're i don't think it was as uh plentiful i don't think they did as big of a run of the second game as they did with the first um probably because of some of the negative reviews what are you gonna say pat
1: Oh, I was just gonna say. Um, I also want to let people know. Check out ClockworkNight.com, dot com, and uh, yes. I would go there because they're they're big fans of it. And uh, one of the people actually helped to dump uh, the the unreleased the Clockwork Knight puzzle.
0: Right? Yep. Peter O'Hanlon, uh, who runs the site, and uh, he also runs the the Twitter. Um, he bought the he bought the game at his own. You know, at his own expense, just so he could dump it for the community. And I mean, I'm sure he also bought it so he could have it in his collection because he's like a super fan. But I mean, like that was a little bit of a fan. But that was priority number one. Like the first thing he did was dump it for the community. No hesitation, you know. And that's like, you know, that's the way to be, if you ask me. So, you know, I was like yeah. super stoked to be able to send him one of my clockwork night puzzles uh, that I did when I when I got it done. Just because like as far as I'm concerned, like that's not even enough thanks that I can give to him and anybody else who just like happens to buy a game and spend their own money just so they can release it for the community. Because that is, uh, you know, that's altruism there. And that's also a game preservation, you know? It's what we have to do. Yeah,
1: and and that's sort of what I like about people that do that. Is just dump it and put it online because it's like uh-huh. these games aren't you know going to be there forever. You need to yeah. have something to back it up and you know enjoy it. Because I mean, even if it is like I mean that Mario game, what is it, it sold for about six hundred grand? Uh-huh. The sealed Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Like in the case, I mean, if stuff like that's going to sell, I mean stuff like Castlevania is still going to sell because it's a unique item or stuff like pu- like Clockwork Knight Puzzle. So, I mean, Absolutely. Well, I don't worry the value is going to go down. I guess to a point, but, I mean, once it gets that high, it's all collectors that want it. I mean, it's not like somebody paid fifty
0: grand to get it dumped. That's just crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, if, if, if you guys have not played Clockwork Night uh, or Clockwork Night 2, I highly recommend that you try it. I mean, the, we're living in the days of the ODE and, uh, you know, and the pseudo carts so it's very easy you have no excuse just uh, go ahead and grab a copy of the japanese version that has both games on one disc um it's got a bunch of extra content for you too and it doesn't matter if if you can't speak japanese the game is completely accessible and playable and uh i think that's probably the way to go for real. All right.
1: Uh, do we want to uh want to like do like a community question thing in, like Q&A before we leave or
0: did we want to uh, Sure. Why don't we just uh, unmute un- everybody? Un- it. Yeah, yeah, unmute un- everybody it the- and I'll go ahead and uh make that disappear. And we can just uh, yeah. see what other other people think about, you know, the the dumps in the community, you know, collecting versus preserving. Yeah. And then uh, some clockwork night. <laughs> I want to know what if people are fans of the game or or not. And uh, is anybody planning on getting a 21 pin uh, fenrir? Fenrir, yeah. We've got a lot of people in the Shiro, uh, in the Shiro server Discord, and yeah. in the Discord that are huge supporters of the fenrir, huge proponents of it, and um, it's, qual- it's a quality device. Who's planning on getting one now that uh, now that they've got one for 21 pin Saturns? Got anybody? We have anybody in the chat? Anybody in the voice chat? No.
2: I like the satiator better, guys.
0: You like the satiator better? correct? Right. You know, I it's I
2: don't have a fenrir, so it's I, I what can't. I
0: have. It's the satiator is what I've got, so that's what I'm gonna keep using. The fenrir is
2: pretty nice, but I don't like taking apart my Saturn for stuff like that. Oh
0: I so. hear yeah.
1: Fair enough. I think I, Ben's I'm had sorry, something you, you want to say.
3: Yeah, I I'm a mode guy myself, so I'm pretty happy with the mode.
0: Mm-hmm. So you yeah. got you got two uh, modes, yeah. Ben?
3: No, just one, just one.
0: In your Saturn?
3: Uh, just Yeah, it's in my Saturn right now, yeah.
0: Oh, so you got like a GDMU for your Dreamcast?
3: Uh, no, no, no. The, uh, the Dreamcast right now has HDMI, uh, Dreamcast HDMI in it, but I'll switch my mode over to it oh. whenever I want to use the Dreamcast with the mode. It, it's really easy to do, and it actually uses the same hard drive because it'll access the uh, Dreamcast specific games.
1: Oh, I got gotcha. you. It's not like a pain to take out at all, or do you just leave all the covers untucked, un, un- yep. like covered?
3: No, it's, yeah, it's not really a pain at all. The um, the only thing that gets a little tricky is if you use like the uh, the stock installation uses the little tacks with the uh, the strips uh-huh. or the texture mm-hmm. strips, and if you do it that way, then you got to undo the strips. But you don't actually have to use the adhesive to hold it down. Or you can get one of those three D printed uh things to lay it down with screws. And if you do that, then that's even better. You just unscrew it and you're done.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I have mine with the little pegs but I, I undid the but I didn't undo the, the stickiness on the other side, so it's just sitting in the case. But right now my Dreamcast it uh it actually I just have it unscrewed so if I need to take the the uh the mode out I just like plop the thing out, take the hard drive out, just just for ease of access and it's not going anywhere, it's just vibing there. So I got I'm Not you. worried about it falling off and the thing falling all out of the system or anything, so it's not too bad. But yeah, I I really enjoyed my mode on the Dreamcast. Uh, I have the, I have the Satiator and the and the and uh, the Raya, so I'm good on good on the fender for the most part. But I would like to get it just to test it, uh-huh. so we'll uh, we'll definitely see for sure. And I'm excited to check. And actually, I me to a Dreamcast, Ben. I have to hit you up on those games. I completely forgot.
0: But yeah, we get that for me, no yeah, it's too that's that would be too much of a pain for me. Like whenever I think about, um like Derek was gonna send us a test build of uh, Soccer mm-hmm. Wars at some point, you know, so we could test that out. And uh, just the thought of having to stick that, having to like undo my Dreamcast and everything and get it in there, I need a I need a more workable solution when it comes to that, like a like an extender or something like that. But yeah, for me, even with the Dreamcast's four screws. It's just, I would not, I would want to set it and forget its solution, you know? Uh, but that's just me. Yeah. I was even saying, like, it would be cool if you could 3D print some, like, it'd be cool if you could 3D print some, like, little tabs or something like that for your Dreamcast shell so that you could just, like, push them and, like, unlock the top. So, it would, like, clip-on mm. instead of uh, screw-on. I don't know. Yeah,
1: but no, I, I really don't have a problem with just taking that off. And I actually need to get a, because the thing is I have an SSD for it, mm-hmm. so I need to get like an external SSD like Docker. Because right now what I've been doing is I've been taking the side case of my, of my computer off, replacing the hard drive with that, oh. plugging it in, then unplugging it. So I need to get like a USB docking station where I just shove it in there, right, and just like, and just like load it all the games up and take it out and put it back in the, right. case
0: once I'm done. I got one, uh, I got a Sabrent, uh, it's like a mini SATA, you know, um, mm-hmm. USB 3.0 um, cord, it's just like a USB cable with the connector on the end for the SSD, and that was on mm-hmm. Amazon for like 10 bucks, something like that, and that works really well. The only thing I'm wondering gotcha. is, uh, some folks are like plugging that into the hard drive and then actually using the USB into the USB port of the, of the mode. And I don't know if mm-hmm. that would actually be slower than plugging the actual SATA drive into the SATA connector.
1: Yeah, I'm not. You'll have to send me the link to that because I need to pick one up myself. Something I will. Like that'd be pretty
0: useful. Yeah, I will. I'll show you. it. It's a. It's it's small. It came in like a day or two, and it's like super simple. I I can even show it to folks. Who are wondering?
1: It's, it's small, like me. I'm very very small. But yeah, uh, while he's he's fighting his equipment, actually, yeah, just destroying his setup, just completely demolishing
0: it. Yeah, so and getting this cable. So there we go. There's there is the uh, cable if oh, folks nice. can see it. So it just looks like that. It's from Sabrent, and uh, on the other end, it's just that. So you just like clip it on there. It gives you the power and the and the data, and it just transferring files onto the sdd or onto the ssd is so fast i can't believe it like i'm so spoiled by that versus uh versus like copying games onto an sd card for the satiator (laughs) that was that was you know even though i have like a really fast card it's just not even a comparison to like a ssd yeah, and it's really cool. I I think I need something
1: like that, and I I just love the SSD. It's Just so easy to like, even when I'm doing it like with my SATA it's like
0: oh, it's it's done already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some people but... were some people were taking this solution right here, plugging the USB port into onto the mode board under you know mm-hmm. underneath the lid, and then kind of just having this like sit there in a circle or something with the drive connected with this with the SSD connected so that it's Mm -hmm. just sitting on the top area there, you know? And then they can, like, take the draw. If you get two of these, you just keep this connected in the Dreamcast, and then you have another cheap one that you can just plug into your computer. You can swap files that way. But the thing is, I don't know if the USB limits the bus speed um on the mode like is it slower yeah i think it it would be be,
1: uh, yeah personally i would just i would just not even i would just play directly into the i would just get an ssd expander if you just want to do that
0: okay well you need to send me a link to that because i i've heard people talk about those like risers or extend uh, ssd extenders but i'm not exactly sure what this is looking like um it's
1: basically an extension cord but uh yeah personally i just i just like playing directly and it looks like neat and flush Mm -hmm. so i I just like doing that so i i I don't mind taking the case off and pulling it out it's not and i don't do it that often i only do it for like builds here and there when like the
0: like when the the um the atomist wave games got added oh yeah yeah same exactly that's the last time i opened it up was with the atomist wave (laughs) games and uh, yeah, those went on like super fast. <laughs> like everything gets written onto the SSD yeah, super fast very small and, too. Yeah. So
1: it's like it's not that big, but yeah, you know, I was actually playing some uh, when I, I was when I was trying out the Core score Wars thing, I was trying out the Dolphin blue and I played that on my arcade machine, but uh, for some reason it felt a lot more responsive on the actual uh, the actual uh, Dreamcast. so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna think I'm gonna expedite getting my Dreamcast into my arcade machine sooner sooner than later
0: cool but uh, excellente yeah. well uh, do you right. want us to get on over to the game stream
1: yeah it's, it's about time uh, thank you guys for watching uh, for everyone on YouTube and uh, we'll, probably see, we'll see you next week